baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. All right, the baby formula shortage has been a news story for a couple weeks now, and but it's been a problem for longer than a couple weeks. This is more than just a political news story, though. This is one that goes outside the realm of just politics. Of course, politics are involved, which is one of the reasons everybody's interested in talking about it. But moms don't necessarily care about the politics behind why this is happening. Uh, they just know that the shelves are bare, and I've seen them myself. This isn't just a talking point. This is actually happening across the country. We've got Ting Long Dai here to talk about this issue. He's a professor at uh, of operations management and business analytics at Johns Hopkins University. So right in the realm of all of what should be behind this shortage. Ting Long, I want to ask you that question first about the baby formula, and then we can talk about supply things in general. But what what is behind this shortage? Well, what's behind this shortage is basic safety issue. You know, we have a safety issue with our baby formula manufacturing. And uh, we knew that uh, last October, there was a whistleblower who filed a complaint to FDA about the safety violations in one of the Michigan factories. And FDA didn't do anything. And so they didn't start investigating until they uh, heard reports of a death of babies. And uh, that took another two months for them to decide that the factory should be shut down. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the, you know, the factory itself is the largest baby formula factory in the United States. It accounts for 20% of the baby formula manufacturing capacity. So when the shutdown, it has, has created huge shortage in terms of uh, supply of a baby formula. And, and since then, they haven't done anything to address that gap. So I think that the fundamental reason is really because we have a safety problem. So FDA um, didn't address it in a timely fashion. And, and after the shutdown factory, they didn't do anything and to make up for the loss in capacity. So that's the fundamental reason we're here. Yeah. So Ting Long, you're, you're a professor of operations management and business analytics. So is this the kind of thing that you look at the FDA and you say, well, this is really something that they should have done. I mean, this is right within their realm of operations that they should have been ahead of this, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I cannot think of anything that has a higher priority than this. If, if anything, once they heard that report, they should immediately draw jump to action because we live in the 21st century, right? Yeah. And you have airplanes and all kinds of transportation. They can easily look up what's going on and to address the problem before it, you start hearing that babies get killed or babies are hospitalized. It's just so saddening. So this is really a third world problem we're talking about. Yeah, Ting Long, so when we talk about uh, the solution that was offered, now we're talking about a political solution here to a non-political problem. 
uh, that being, you know, just shortage of baby formula. But the president and, of course, many members of Congress came out and said, we've got the solution. It's that we're going to start shipping this in from Germany. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Well, I haven't. I have I have never seen that being done at a national level, uh, declared by a president and operated by military. This is unheard of. Uh, as I said earlier, this is like third world problem we are dealing with. This isn't right. Uh, because fundamentally, this baby formula supply chain is like drug supply chain. The top priority here is safety. So, you know, if you want to have a really resilient supply chain, you need to make sure the manufacturing process is safe. Unfortunately, we know that FDA isn't doing its own job. The airport is not doing its job either. And uh, so we end up having a really small problem uh, becoming a bigger problem. And now we know there's deaths and there's injuries and nobody is responsible. Mm-hmm. I really, I really think they should really go back to the factory to really answer this simple question: Are they following all the safety protocols? Because to produce baby formula is a very uh, relatively straightforward, highly automated process. You really just need a human being to test every step to make sure it is safe. But we know that they're not doing that, and they need to change their practice. That's really, really the. One and the only thing I care about is that are we doing that in a really safe way? Because if you can ensure the safe manufacturing, you also have supply chain resilience. You wouldn't have this shortage that we're experiencing right now. Yeah. And if the FDA is not monitoring the safety and they're not pushing the supply, I'm not sure exactly what they're doing. Like you said, Ting Long Dai on the phone with us, professor of operations management and business analytics at Johns Hopkins University. So let's talk about going forward here. Let's hopefully get some optimism. I don't know if there is any, but what is the solution here? Because to me, it seems like flying this in from other countries, I don't even know if that's a short-term solution, let alone a long-term one. But how soon can this be checked off the box of, well, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Everything's back to normal. Well, I do think the situation is getting better. Uh, We have more supply already, and I I do think if we are only talking about shortages, it will, it will be eased in a matter of weeks. Uh, so it won't be like this forever. But I think, you know, if we do not figure out what really went wrong, if nobody is responsible, I mean, think about it. Two babies died. Nobody has taken any responsibility. Mm-hmm. Nobody has resigned. Nobody has been fired. Nobody has, been, has gone to jail. That's just totally wrong. Um, not just a morally wrong, but it's time to bomb because it indicates that we haven't done anything to fix the fundamental systematic problem. The system is, itself is broken. So yeah. I'm op- optimistic about the easing, ease of a shortage, but I'm just so worried about the long-term safety of baby um, formula manufacturing in the United States. Can American parents trust the baby formula produced in the U.S.? That's a bigger problem. Yeah, and as you look across other industries, because, you know, we're really talking outside of just baby formula. Baby formula has been kind of the the marquee, the headline that we've been talking about. We're talking about supply issues in a lot of different industries. As you look across, you know, the United States right now, and this is kind of a a big, broad question to end on, but uh, are you concerned about other industries and other products 
becoming like baby formula where we have sudden shortages of things? Well, to a certain extent, we have seen that in the past. For example, in the past few decades, we have experienced several uh, cases of flu vaccine shortages. So now if you look, try to look at what was behind those flu vaccine shortages, turn out there was some major contamination issues was not addressed until it was too late. So it's actually the same thing going on here. I really think that for vaccines, essential drugs, baby formula, we should really figure out a proper way of manufacturing to ensure the quality and ensure safety. Uh, because in such industries, I really Really, safety is really is equal to resilience. If we can ensure a safe manufacturing environment, and we wouldn't have the shortages we are talking about right now. Mm-hmm. So, to answer your question, yes, we have seen such shortages in other industries, and we will see more unless we really reform the way food and drug safety is being monitored and is being regulated. And FDA isn't doing its job; it has to change, unfortunately. Ting Long Dai, uh, you are the Professor of Operations Management and Business Analytics at Johns Hopkins University. Really appreciate your time and your expertise on this topic this morning. Thank you. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.